Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone, welcome to another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. Today, I have a very special guest. Kate McKean is a literary agent at the Howard Moorheim Literary Agency, and she writes the newsletter Agents and Books at katemckean.substack.com. And she's also my literary agent, and you have now been, Kate, for almost, we are going on our 10th year. It's- bonkers to think that it's been that long, but it's also been very fun. So I'm happy to be here and happy to be talking to you and happy to be your agent. I'm so happy to have you here. I feel like this has been a long time coming because we did. I did do that, uh, like a brief Q&A once when one of the Work It Girl books was coming out. Um, because what ended up happening with that book, and I don't even know if I looped you in on this, like, I had no idea when that came out. And no one else did either. Like, 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 yeah. <laughs> like the publisher was like, oh, it's coming out on the 15th. But then like, I went to a store randomly on the third and like, there it was. And I was like, am I, am oh, I supposed to tweet about it? <laughs> like, there's no it just can't- law that they can't just put the boxes, <laughs> the books out when the box comes in. Well, they did. And I was like, uh, and then, yeah, who knows? But it was out. So I was, I made a story and I was laughing about how like, well, no one told me, but you know, here we are. Um, and I was saying, you know, if any, like, if anyone has any questions, like I'll do my best to answer from the writer side of it. And I was just tickled by how many of these questions could be answered by subscribing to your Substack. <laughs> um, and I'm so happy that you have that Substack because I feel like as somebody who has been working you with working with you now for like a decade, I've asked you all of those questions and more. And now I'm realizing, oh, everyone you work with asks you all of these questions. Everyone. And it's literally why I started the, um, I didn't start it so that I could have this like thing to point to and be like, yeah, I don't have to talk to you now. I can just point you here. (laughs) But like, you just get the same questions over and over again. It's like, yeah, well, let me go long on this. I mean, my podcast, my podcast, haha, my (laughs) newsletters are not like 15,000 words each, but you know, it's like, here, let's talk about query letters. Let's talk about what an agent does, blah, 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 over and over again. And now I've done it for three years, which is also kind of mind boggling. Yeah. Um, and I'm starting to be like, what did I say two years ago? And like, I need to go back and right. revamp stuff. And things do change, actually, even though publishing is very slow moving. But, you know, it's fun. I, I like talking about publishing and books. I mean, I'm happy to like my job, you know, and I, I just like it. So here I am. Like, I just get to do it. I right. chose to do it. And you've been doing it now for almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. If you count all the little bits of it. I it, think, I think we do count it. Do you <laughs> count it? I guess I, is the important question. I did the work, so I should count it. Right. You know, I agree. Yeah. So I mean, I've been with Howard Morheim for 16 years and then like four-ish various years of being an assistant and stuff. So I love it. Woof. How is that possible? The coolest. I know. I know. And you've been in New York the whole time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is amazing. I never thought I would live here. 
really? this long. Yeah, because I went to high school in Long Island and I disliked it. And that is not surprising. Lots of people mm-hmm. just like Long Island. Lots of people love it mm-hmm. too. Um, but I but I grew up in the South and I was like, oh, I'm just going to come to New York, cut my teeth, and then go back South. And I literally picked being an agent so I would have an easier time doing that so I wouldn't be tied to a publishing house that was headquartered in New York City. Well, <laughs> 20 years later, <laughs> like she who doth protest too much, like I'm still yeah. here. And like I could have moved to Atlanta or whatever, but I didn't because yeah Brooklyn is great so yeah here we are yeah 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 yeah. I mean and and I never thought I would leave and here I am not in New York so <laughs> and then you there's left that. <laughs> I know it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be like this blame the pandemic um uh it, it was only supposed to be a year but this uh, literally comes up on every show because talk about doth protesting too much I am literally protesting constantly um but I do I, I have to say it's February I do like the weather uh so why don't we we're gonna jump into shopping because I want to talk about books and publishing and kind of how our story of how we came to be because I know that this is a topic that a lot of listeners have said they're interested in and also a topic that like I can answer all the questions that come in from my experience which is sort of like just a little, and you have all the answers. So I want to get there. But because this is a shopping podcast, I have to know, you know, how has shopping looked? What has shopping looked like for you in the last couple of years now that sort of the landscape of what we're wearing, how we're buying things, how those things are getting to us have changed? Have you become, do you still go to the grocery store? Are you Instacart happy? Like, what's your sort of routine with with shopping? I, I definitely still go to the grocery store. We have a car in Brooklyn, so I like go to Wegmans and I go to Costco and like I love it. And I I have a snack drawer in my house for my kid. And I if I if if I'm any little bit suburban mom, it is like at Costco and Wegmans. And I don't really like Fresh Direct or like delivery services because like I just want to pick it out myself and I feel comfortable going to the stores. Um, and so that's been fine. But like the online shopping was out of control pandemic wise, like for so many. And I have been heavily influenced by this podcast and your Instagram. <laughs> I can like, point to things like I'm looking around <laughs> my office right now being like, what did Caroline make me buy? <laughs> I have the shaver right behind me, like the sweater shaver. Love yes. it. Yeah. I've had, I had the garden, Witch overalls, like I bought, uh, a Madewell sweatshirt with a collar that you posted the other day that was like oh a gosh. Zoom. Yeah. Super cute. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I got a ton of universal standard stuff because of you. Like Good. just a lot. So and this now is what I'm I like point, to hear. Yeah. Now at the point <laughs> where I'm just like, okay, like, yeah, you know, I don't need any more clothes, but I will in the right. spring, but I don't, you know, I don't need any more shoes. Um, and so the next frontier is productivity buying, you know, just like, oh, well, I'll use this or I need this for work or right. which is the lie I'm telling myself. Um, yeah. Because like I don't need like, oh, but skincare. Oh, because because I want the giveaway. I want to give away did. the Instagram. I was so thrilled about that. You won the Luna um my the Foreo. Uh, no, the Foreo Luna pack. Yeah, yeah, the two like face scrubbers. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, if you win skincare, then obviously you have to buy more skincare so that you can, you know, use the thing that you won. I mean, that just, that's just science. That just makes and sense. I, and I got the consultation with Jolie too. And so I just like, and I and she was super great. Oh my gosh, I need to post about it and like spread oh, the good. word about how fantastic she is. And definitely got some products from her. Um, and they are awesome already. Just awesome. So uh, uh, 
<laughs> she was like, I had like a form to fill out for the consultation. She's like, well, what's your routine? And I was like, bum, 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 like a thousand things. Yeah. <laughs> already. Cause it's a hot, it's like, a, we, I mean, I've heard you say this and it's been like around, like it's a hobby. Like it doesn't have to be like a medical treatment. It's like, it's just nice things that feel good on my face. Like who cares? Yeah. Well, your skin so. does look excellent. I must say. I do. It looks kind of- wonderful. Thank you. I, I'm lucky. I like genetically I've been blessed like skin wise, but I'm going to keep it that way. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, I also feel like, you know, sometimes like Facebook will really like throw me one when they're like this day eight years ago. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's I me know. just looking a lot younger and like just it's weird. Like, you know, you live with this face every day of your life and then all of a sudden you really don't like see any sort of change until you're like thrusted with a picture of yourself when you were like 25 and I'm like oh well yeah. of course or I like look young get a picture from six months ago and you're like I look like my mother and yeah. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like my mother is wonderful and I don't mind looking like her but when you see her face in your face and you're like oh yeah. oh yeah yeah my I my mom is if you're listening Trish my mom is beautiful and she's aging quite well but everyone always tells me I look like my dad's side of the family but there have been times now it's not even a picture it's more like uh the way the light hits or an angle in the mirror and I'm like mom like I'm like oh my god like I literally I'm like who is that it literally is just my mother looking at me from a mirror but only for a split second um and then you realize like oh i'm like i am the age my mother was when i was like a toddler so of course i look like her i was at my sister's house once a long long time ago and i was like why do you have this old-timey picture of you on the mantle she goes that's gramsy our grandmother and like i legitimately mistook this picture of my younger grandmother for my sister Wow. And I was like, did you go to like ye old timey picture day yeah. thingy? <laughs> like, like at Six Flags when you dress yeah, up like an like, old Western. Do you know me? Would I ever do that? I was like, no, that's why I'm confused. Um, yeah, during was, a pandemic, she went to do like a big photo shoot. <laughs> that no, was her just, Yeah, long time ago, but still she would oh, never. Okay. She would never. That's so funny. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, shocked. She looks exactly like our grandmother. So what did Jolie, uh, what's like the one, give a shout out to like one product that Jolie was like, oh, you should try this. And you're like, oh, wow, I'm a convert. Um, okay. So retinol, obviously. And like retinol uh-huh. is confusing. And like I had had a Luna, I mean, a um, a Sunday Riley one before. And I was like, eh. it was like in oil and it was sticky. And I was like, this is, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. So she like, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. It's fine. Uh, no, I just think my mom is calling she heard you she heard you be like yeah <laughs> i think that was, was like a like butt a- dial <laughs> uh anyway so um my uh so she was like this is retinol like this is what you do this is what you need to do you need to use it consistently you have to get through the whole thing you've got to use it for a long time before you see results so she gave me natrium okay that's right um like creamy retinol and it's really mm-hmm. wonderful and I should have the product name in front of me for you. I'm looking um, it up right now. Have you, have you, how long have you been using it? And when did you feel like you um, were like, I don't know, was there a day where you woke up and you were like, this is working? Um, well, not yet because like retinol takes so long. Yeah. Um, it's retinol 
complex cream from Naturium. 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 Okay. I'm looking Um, at it. Cool. Okay. Yeah. It just feels really good and it didn't feel stingy. And I was just like, yes, I can incorporate this. This is, I will use this because it feels Mm -hmm. good to use. But I will say the thing that um, I used and noticed a difference was that Genius Collagen stuff from that you like. My favorite thing in the whole entire world. Yeah. I know, I, that, I used that and I was like, yes, that. And it smells so good and it feels so good. I mean, I'm on it. That stuff is so crazy. And if you missed the – I think we talked about a lot on Instagram, especially during Black Friday because a lot of time it went on sale, but it sold out really quickly. And so mm-hmm. I try to tell everybody when it's restocked. But it is – um, it's alginist. It's collagen. It looks like – it's like goopy and gold yellowish. and But I swear to God, you put it on – a fresh face and your skin just automatically like turns into a baby. Like it just plump, everything just plumps to the surface and I've never done Botox and I've never done fillers and I don't think I'm going to anytime soon. And I think part of the reason is because like a, I am nervous about that kind of thing. And this topical collagen really keeps my, my like, slight insecurities about different lines showing up on my face like at bay at least for now yeah it's really it really works it's It's crazy it's probably the best like skincare thing i've picked up in ages i mean outside of like good jeans like sunday riley good jeans which is also god level but like love it great and i have lots of other things i like but those are the two things like yep those are those are it those are in those are the The repurchases yeah i Mm -hmm. love that yeah i swear good jeans was one of those things where like if I put it on before bed, I woke up looking like eight years younger. Like I woke up like looking young and I could see it. And it wasn't, I'm just not, and I'm not a big makeup person. I'm not a big, like I just try to take care of my skin, but I'm not doing like full, you know, faces wherever I go. I don't even really know how to. So I can see a difference because I never really see my face. Like it's so, it's so, uh, inconsistent that I like of timing when I would see my face like look very different, vastly different from when it, what it just looks like as a, as a face. So yeah. when I put on good jeans and I wake up the next day and it's almost like layers of years have like peeled off my face. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. who needs a job? I'll just keep <laughs> buying this stuff. No, that's great. I'm excited about that. Um, and you and this was a virtual consultation that you did with Jolie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. We had some emails and then we had a Zoom and it was great. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to, I mean, of course, everyone who listens knows Jolie, but I'll recommend and I'll put a link to how to book a consultation with her. Um, she's, she's the best. That's great. And I'm happy that you won that. That was a good, that was a good giveaway. Um, okay. So talk to me about productivity shopping. Okay. So this is, okay. The first thing I'm going to talk about is this thing called crazy Aaron's thinking putty. Mm. And (laughs) <laughs> it is Play-Doh. I mean, no, it's like Silly Putty, right? The name is silly, to uh-huh. say the least. Um, <laughs> this came in a birthday present to my kid. And um, they kind of got two, like a lot of birthday presents at once because I kind of forgot to put on the um, invitation, no gifts, please, because we just like didn't need whatever. So I hoarded them in the closet to like meet them out a little bit. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, but this is cool. And so I took it. <laughs> this one's for me. <laughs> yeah. <This one's> for <laughs> mama. And it is the 
there's a thousand colors of these things. It's called Aurora Sky, and it glows in the dark, which it really doesn't, and it doesn't really matter. But it is a glob of of, of putty that isn't sticky, and you just knead it, K-N-E-A-D, with your yeah. hand. And I just realized that, like, when I'm reading something for work or for pleasure, like, I focus more. It's a fidget toy. It's a fidget toy. Like, that's sure. what it is. But I did not realize that I needed it until I had it. And it makes a huge difference. Like I can't even believe it. And like, I don't have any, you know, diagnosed things that would have made it obvious to me that a fidget toy would be helpful for me. Mm -hmm. And, and so, and I actually have some other toys that I have taken from my kid's birthday party goodie bags, like tiny mini slinkies, the plastic ones. Also my favorite. I have purchased them from the internet and bulk from orientaltrading.com, which is also a horrible website, but, um, or great, depending what you think. Um, and I just use them all the time. And now this is like, I think I might be wearing it out and I'm going to have to buy another one. And I went online to look at the various offerings and they are bananas. Like every color there's, I sent you a link when it was like cryptocurrency themed. Yes. It has yeah. like little dollar sign sparkles in it. <laughs> and then sure. the reviews said that it cut somebody like they were <laughs> Like the glitter, <laughs> mylar, sparkly, secrety thing, like cut their hand. I can see that. Yeah. Cause, cause those, that, that's sort of, it looks like the, um, like the little confetti you put on a table for like a party yeah. and it's like plastic and it's like hard and it might like hit under your nail and like really hurt. So yeah. I kind of understand that review. I would, do you have one with like the stuff inside or do you just have like a plane? Well, it has sparkly stuff in it and the sparkle does not come off. Because I was like, when I first opened it, I was like, oh. if this is going to get glitter everywhere. I've also convinced my child that I'm allergic to glitter, like loose glitter, because <laughs> I, I I can't stand it. So glitter glue is okay in my house, but like bottles of loose glitter, I'm allergic to them. And I have lots of allergies, so this is not a, like a foreign concept to my kid. But um, I opened this and was like, if this is going to get glitter on my hands, I'm throwing it into the trash. But it didn't. And not on surfaces either. So I'd like highly recommend that part of it if you are glitter adverse like I am if you're allergic that's right which I think a lot of parents are I'm also allergic to confetti yeah (laughs) you and every venue in Brooklyn by the way because I looked into that for my wedding and they were like 100% no confetti at all (laughs) I guess it's like because they have to you know someone has to clean it up at the end of the night um so and these are only like four bucks which is like the exact right amount of money you want to spend on like a pile of glob Yeah. And it's uh, not like slime. Wow. It's not sticky like slime because slime is – I'm also allergic to slime, according That's to my right. kid. Um, uh-huh. But – and I've, I've probably been playing with this like almost daily for like four or five months. And I probably – I think I'm ready to buy another one just because like maybe it's just getting a little gross. Like it hasn't changed color or anything, but I'm just like, mm, I don't know. And it's four bucks. So it's great. Like I'll just buy another ridiculous one. Nice. And then – Maybe in bulk. I don't know. If there's like an option online somewhere to buy like a grab bag where they send you random things, as long as they're not scented, because there are scented ones too. Yes. Um, I do not want a scented one. Uh, I will like totally take a grab. I love a grab bag. It feels like less. It feels like less is more, right? With this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't want the plastic in it. I don't want it to smell like I just Mm -hmm. want something to hold and squish and like. Yeah. Just run my fingers across. In- amazing. And it comes with like a little container, I assume. So you can just like plop it back in. Yeah. It's like, it's like a little, a little tin, like a, you know, like the Nivea tin. 
Yeah. Of yeah, it's like basically that. I couldn't think of another thing that it was like, but it's like No, that's per little, that's exactly right. Yeah. It's like the size of a silver dollar, like it's perfect. Though my, I have to hide it for my kid who comes into my office and is like, Mommy, I want to play with that. I'm like, no, that's mommy's toy. No, like, no, no, no. It's that's that's work that's work putty. That's work putty. We we can't. My that's my work toy. That's my work putty. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Um Kate, and I know maybe you don't know this, but I'm on the Crazy Aaron's website right now. Mm-hmm. And they are seem like an incredible company. Really? Uh, it, yeah. It, so I'm looking because there's some job openings. So of course I'm like, <laughs> let me look this up. You know, I so okay. So they employ. They work. Okay. So they're based in Philadelphia. Um, and Aaron himself wrote a, a, a crazy Aaron. He signs it crazy Aaron. Wrote a memo on the website that says, you know, we work with Philadelphia area vocational centers to employ many exceptional exceptional individuals with intellectual and physical disabilities. Um. Which is kind of amazing because I had a conversation with Eileen Shackley, who is uh, ma- she goes by Mama Fry online. She is the mother of a uh, 18 year old who uh, has autism. And what we talked about a lot in the episode we did together was a lot of different companies who employ um, young adults and adults with autism um, because a lot of times like a lot of the resources for them sort of like run out after they hit school age mm-hmm. and but these are very capable uh, people who have a lot to offer and who want to work and so there's all these different companies there's one called John's Crazy Socks um, there's a popcorn company that like does you know the just cons- B2C to, <laughs> like, show up at your door popcorn which I will never argue with that and it looks <laughs> like uh, Aaron's Crazy Putty sort of can fit the bill on that and they have or sorry Crazy Aaron's Putty fits the bill and for they offer like all these great I'm looking at all the jobs and it's like they offer 100% paid health care. They offer like good leave policies. They offer disability like this is like a legit like company that that like w- would be probably very good to work for. I really like oh my that. Gosh, that's awesome. I know. I'm um, well, extra, Aaron. I know. Now you have to now you're going to buy stock in the company. I feel like I this mean- is your. You're going to start investing into the crypto that is silly putty. Oh, God. Um, right. I only want crypto that takes the form of silly putty. Yeah. So <laughs> that's like, the next frontier for yeah. sure. Putty, putty coin. No. Um, yeah. Anyway. Putty, putty coin. Yeah. They have they have vacation personal d- days paid for. They get development um, tuition reimbursement. I'm obsessed. I'm going to buy some. This is like a great thing to support. It's fun. It really works, too. I mean, it it. it helps whatever the thing I need to do happen, like while I'm reading, like where I can just like focus on something this and then I'm not like, oh, check Twitter. Oh, is there an email? Oh, check your phone. Oh, do this. Oh, do that. And I can just read the thing that is in front of my face. Well, so you, I mean, you technically like you read for a living. I mean, that is uh, a big chunk of your job is reading. What, where does um, the putty get you like at what what where does it become like your like 911 I need the putty like what part <laughs> of your job are you like I need like I need a help here this it's, is too much I think where I really need to focus and I'm not saying that like the things I'm not employing the putty for aren't things I'm not focused on but if I'm sitting in my comfy reading chair um reading a manuscript so a book that someone has written that's not been published yet like I don't always need it 
But now that I think about it, I always have something in my hand, to be honest. Like, so yeah, I, anytime I'm reading, basically anytime I'm reading that I'm not typing and it helps really when I'm doing contracts. So one of another big part of my job is like getting the book contract, reading it for my clients, yelling at everybody who needs to be yelled about what needs to be changed. And I compare documents. So I'm reading two contracts at the same time, one side, one side, line by line. And stopping in the middle of this like huge sentence that's all legalese is really distracting. So it really hones me in. I can just like look at the look at the screen, read the things, forget about Twitter. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah. very difficult to forget about Twitter. <laughs> Unfortunately. I mean, I know. I always say. Um, okay. I love that. I love Crazy Aaron's Thinking Putty. And I know you brought one more thing that I, I don't agree with. I don't, I'll just say it. I don't agree with, but I'll let you talk about it. Okay, Tell me it what that al- other thing is. It, it also has crazy in the title, which is like yeah. <laughs> not planned, not planned. Okay. Um, it's called, a, it's called the goal, pre, the goal crazy planner. And um, I read about it, read it in a book called um, how to have fun, the power of fun, how mm. to feel alive again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's an amazing book. Wait, who? <laughs> oh, my God. Catherine Price. I had seen her previous book called How to Break Up with Your Phone, and I was like, oh, yeah, I need that. And I think um, I looked at that, and I, I didn't end up reading it, but I picked up this other one. I saw it. I don't remember where I saw it. And um, I listened to the audiobook because one of my favorite things to do is listen to, like, self-help audiobooks. They're so mm. easy to digest. And then you're not, like – like, not that we're reading books on train the subway anymore, but, you know, like, you're not – confronted with the physicality of the book. Yeah. Um, if yeah. that's an issue. And no, so, I mean we literally uh, just did an episode on this and I was saying like I miss my subway time because like I yes. and I also have a really hard time listening to fiction on audiobook because sometimes the narrators are so boring and <laughs> so generic that I like will drive off the road. Like I will be like it will put me in a hypnotic state where I'm like Ooh, like just like yeah. off a cliff. Um, yeah. So self-help could be a fine. I, I usually do celebrity memoirs because I, they're usually narrated by the celebrity. There's a little yeah. bit more life. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. I love this. The power of fun, how to feel alive again. It's really just like kind of encourages you to like really look at your, look at what you're doing. See how it makes you feel. Are you enjoying it? Is it transformative? There's a couple of criteria that she says that I've completely forgotten because you've asked me what they are. Um, you know, they've fallen out <laughs> sure. of my brain. Um, but it, I thought that it was really useful in just saying like, oh, if you had asked me two, three weeks ago, is Twitter fun? I'd be like, yeah, sure. I mean, because I can have a fun relationship with it that other people cannot. Um, but then according to these criteria, it is not fun for me to do that. It is like a distraction. It is like disconnecting. It is like dissociating. And I can... If I'm tired, I should just like lay down instead of like pretend that I'm enjoying reading Twitter at nine o'clock at night or 11 yeah. or two or whatever it is. And so anyway, part of the whole thing is like you have to you have to you have to write stuff down to like track whether you like it. And I love to track things. I have so mm. many spreadsheets. I make charts at the end of the year of like everything that I read. I just love a spreadsheet. I make a spreadsheet every day. So wow. this I know it's. It, it's just no, I just, it's, I'm, I'm very jealous. It's just like the, I just don't, we just do not have that in common. I mean, I wish we did. We just don't have in common. Yeah. So I also have like a, a, a robust notebook life where yeah. I have like various things that work for me in, t- in terms of product man- project management and like the things I have to remember and to-do lists and things like that. And it's, I've really honed it down. It's not exactly bullet jur- journaling, but like I make a to-do list for the week and then every day I make a to-do list and I like literally draw a box and check it off because I find that very satisfying. 
Mm. Um, and so I was like, I don't know that I need this thing, but I kind of bought it. I bought this journal out of desperation or just, you know, like foggy everything. This will change sure. my life kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's huge. It's like a full inch and a half thick. Oh, wow. That's like a big, like, Joe March notebook. Yeah. You know, it, like that's her whole manuscript right there. Yeah, very much. It's like the biggest Moleskine or Moleskine yeah. thing. Um, yeah. And it, it looks like that. It's like it, it, the paper looks like that. The cover looks like that. And there are certain colors. you can, There's a couple colors you can get, but it's not like here's riff on paper version of it. Like it's not sure. highly designed. Um, it has three ribbon bookmarks, which is like what it sounds like. Those are very fancy in publishing. They cost money to put in there. So I was yeah. like, ribbon bookmarks. Yeah. And so oh, it's wow. like, yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking about all the things that you see and cannot turn your work <laughs> brain off from. You're like, wow, that's so ever. expensive. You're like, oh, there's more than three colors in this book that costs like a lot of money. And then oh, these are all sure. things I learned from you, but that's just very funny. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. there's three ribbons. That's huge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's like a whole like beginning section where you like chart your goals and talk about your dreams. And like, I definitely skipped that. Um, cause, cause I didn't, I was like, oh, I'll come back to it. And I have not. And then okay. there's like a monthly overview and then like what I will accomplish this week overview and then a daily review and it's two facing pages and it's like morning prep and evening review on facing pages. And it's like my most impactful goal. I hate the word impactful, but I'm forgiving yes. this journal for it. Sure. And then what I'm grateful for, what I'm excited about. And these are like little lists you make and like affirmations and like, I'm not like fully buying into this part of it, but I am doing it because it's here and I'm like kind of enjoying it. So I'm like, cool, I don't take it too seriously. And then it's like number one goal for the day and then a checklist of important things. Nice to get done. And then the not to do list, which is also very cool. And then spaced for notes. And then the evening review is a positive sentence to describe today. (laughs) Um, A list of accomplishments, a list of the best moments from today um, new ideas section, and then another journal and notes section and, uh, and how I will improve tomorrow. There's also like a habit tracker, which I'm like not doing either. Cause like okay. my habits are fine and it's a lot and I like it. I just like okay, it. Okay. So I'm looking at this right now, Kate. And now I'm like, maybe I actually do need it. Putting aside everything I know about myself, everything I know about myself, the scores of unused journals, two page full notebooks, just abandoned calendars and looking at this is is this is tempting this is tempting tempting. i will say it yeah i'm very much leaving the things that do not apply to me there's like a spirituality section for goals i'm like nah there's like an education section i'm kind of like well that means like something different to me i'm gonna be like that happen that i'm just gonna make that newsletter you know or whatever um and like uh i just i'm just like not if it doesn't appeal to me, I'm not doing it, but more of it is appealing to me than not. So I'm getting use out of it. But the other kicker is that this is three months. This is this whole, the whole book, book is, is 90 days. Three months. Yeah. And I'm not even Jeez using it. On I know. So wow. it's like a hundred dollars a year in, um, $120. They're <laughs> like 35 bucks. You know, it's like $150 a year worth of planners, which, Oh gosh. But like, you know what though? This is like so good for the planner people. Like, Mm -hmm. cause I'll tell you, I'll buy one and there'll be like four, like meticulously like detailed days and then we'll never see it again. And then we'll never see it again. And I, I can just, I might as well just take a $20 bill and like 
spark a match and just like let it burn. <laughs> but like planner people will love this. Like I, I too was, you know, horny for a bullet journal at one point in my life. Like, I, but I just don't have, I don't know. There's something about for me. And I'm. this is like, I guess what makes us different is that like writing it down I am not like a crosser offer of to-do items. I just have like a list of things in my Google calendar or like on a literal like piece of like scrap paper next to my, I just held it up. Just, just writing things down that I don't forget. But like, I don't have like, I don't come to each day with like a plan. I, the most I can do is I keep a calendar on my desk. So I at least know what day it is. And I have, um, you know, my Pomodoro timer. So at mm-hmm. least I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this task, uh, I will time it out so that I can just be like, you know, this is how long it's going to take to do this thing. But the way that I live is so like keeping track of like everything in my brain, which is weird. Like uh, a couple of days ago, I had a doctor's appointment, like just a psychiatry appointment on the phone on Monday. And the, you know, the medical system is so backed up that they called me in September and they were like, your doctor is like scheduling for February. Like, are you free on February 7th? And I'm like, yeah, it's September. Like, I don't have plans on February 7th. Like I like, oh, let me check. Yeah, no, I have something at 830. So I scheduled it for 9am. I never put it in my calendar, but I knew I had it. It was just in my head. I know. I don't know what it is, but I feel like the, the planner people give it all up to the planner. And then you're able to move things out of your brain. And for me, I've just never lost. I've never been able to like trust that I'll come back to the planner to Mm -hmm. find the thing that I wrote down. So it all just stays up here. And I wonder if I'm just doing myself a disservice or if this is just like how I operate. And, you know, if it's working, to work it. But I think Uh, what is working similar to the question, what is fun? What is yes. working, you know, what like, is working. Right. right. And, and I have, I have, well, I, the one thing I will say is that I don't know that this has exactly made me more productive, except for it has given me a, like a, a broader view of it. Like I'm looking at a month at a time instead of a day or, or a week at a time. And I'm like, oh, well, I actually want to get these X things read this month. Okay. Well, well then I have to do them on this Tuesday and that Tuesday, you know, like it breaks it down a little bit. So I think mm. I'm getting a bigger picture, which I think is definitely going to help like one of the huge, like biggest complaints about agents and I'm so guilty of this is that it takes forever for us to read things. And it just does like reading takes a long time. And I would like to get a little better about that, especially for the people who are my actual clients, um, who I love. You're all are fantastic. Um, <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm slow. Um, but it's just like all of a sudden, like three weeks can go by and you're like, where did the, what? Like you just sent me yes. that. And they're like, I sent you that three weeks ago. And, and it's yes. like, in, in a vacuum, I could read a thing in three weeks, but it's not a vacuum. So this is going to definitely help with that. But it also the whole gratitude stuff, like, I think it is helping, you know, oh. like. Hey, come on. I, I, I depend on my New York friends to to not do the gratitude stuff. I'm surrounded by it here. Everyone's like, oh, the vibes. I'm like so grateful <laughs> for the sign. I'm like, get me back to New York where, everyone, where everyone's literally like, oh yeah, there's a gratitude page. And I just ripped it out and like wiped my ass with it. And I'm like, those are my people. Those well, are my people. Don't tell anyone that I'm saying this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you are, li- you are, you are live on the podcast. So what are you, what well, are you grateful for today, Kate? What, what's it making you, what's it making you feel? I put down that I get to talk to Caroline on her podcast today. Oh, okay. Well, that <laughs> That one's fine. That one is um, fine. I love I, that one. I uh, 
And okay, that's in my what am I excited about phase, actually, okay. I have to say. And I'm seeing company this weekend in Broadway. Oh, I'm that's fine. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> but um, I just like can't, can't even. But um, I did actually write down that I'm thankful for bananas on this um, today because sure. I've been having a lot of like heartburn and they're very good for that. And oh. I was reaching, reaching for that. But well, you know what? Bananas That are is awesome. gratitude a lot. That uh, Honestly, if I've learned anything from Brene Brown, you just, <laughs> it, it is like, you know, I'm grateful for bananas. I haven't had a lot of bananas recently. And you know what? Sure. They're Earth's, they're, they're Earth's candy Earth's or whatever candy. Good, good for Charlie Horse, too, if you wake up with, like, muscle pain. Right? Yeah, good potassium. Potassium, I know. This is this is where my mother actually, you know, inhabits my body and is like, potassium. And I'm like, where did that come from? How did she know that? <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy it. I want to see, I'm- yeah. Oh, the other thing I did, and I will show this to you that people can't see, is that I put a sticker on the front, a big sticker from the sticker book that I could also tell you about because oh, it has I a big that. logo on the front. And okay. I was like, I don't want to look at your logo. It's in, it's debossed, so mm-hmm. it's like stamped in. Um, and I was like, I don't want to look at your logo. Um, but I guess I could tell you about one more thing. I have this huge sticker book. It's called The Antiquarian Sticker Book. And there's a thousand Victorian stickers <gasps> in it. And I'm showing Caroline right now. On oh, my God. Video. My face is like, oh, my gosh, I need that is that that I'm putting I'm literally writing that down as this will be a gift for next year's gift guide. That looks oh amazing. My gosh. It's it's 25 bucks. I'm sure I actually mean actually need to check that it's still available. Like because okay. it does. It did sell out in the holidays. This is all, all this is like several years old. But um, this is also another toy that my child does not get to play with. And yeah. like, I just put stickers on things and it, there's a thousand of them. So you don't, you're not like precious about them. Like you got to use your stickers. Like don't hoard your stickers. Like this well, is a problem. That, this is a planner person problem. This is amazing because you know what? Like remember, I mean, remember being a kid and you collect stickers and you'd put, and you wouldn't want to take them out of the packages. Like you couldn't really enjoy them. Like I really yeah. like the idea of like being able to enjoy stickers as an adult. Well, you definitely sold me on this. This is, this is really incredible. Which it's amazing. And I want to kill it. Okay. This is also, I didn't realize this is actually, it says it's, oh, it's on sale right now. It's half off that, right now. It's no, 13, man. it's $13. Go buy it oh before this episode comes out. Like go buy another one. Yeah. I might Cause like to. this it's will a be great a, present. this is a great present. Um, this is amazing. I actually didn't realize that like adult sticker books came around with adult coloring books. No, I don't think that I don't think this is a big trend thing. I think this is an really? invi- individual thing that this one publisher, it's called Odd Dot, it's a part of Macmillan. I know that the the guy who used to run the place is like this really awesome person and I think I don't know if he came up with this dot idea. I don't know who did. Um but I think they did it in-house like it was a thing they were like, "Let's do a thing." Um and it, it's just a great idea. And I don't I I can't think of another thing like it. Um, like, I don't know if they did a follow-up that was like pop art or like something. I don't think so. But because um, printing these are, is just bonkers. Like, so expensive. It has to be done I, definitely well, I in know. China. I, like, I can't even imagine you enjoying this because you'd just be like, oh, my God, this costs so much to me. Like, this. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't I know. even imagine you just being able to like, just take, like, I, I know I know how your mind works, you know. And yeah. I everything you taught me about, like, how much different fonts cost is like enough to yeah. give me nightmare. Like, OK, I'm this. It's $13 right now. You should buy it. It's I'm going really to, like, good. And, and it has paper feeling. They're like it's not oh. shiny. They're like matte. Yeah. Ooh, and there's and letters. Has, oh yeah. wow. I'm like literally like sweating excited. <laughs> this is gonna be a big one, Kate. Like this is gonna I'm so glad. 
This is going to go I places. May, I might email somebody at the publisher being like, FYI. Oh, please do. Give them a heads I up. Might. I might. And then be like, you know, send us both free books if you want. Yeah. You know, just for yeah. work. Because it's work. Yeah. We're influencing. Um, we're influencing right now. <laughs> I really, I this is very cool. This is a great gift guide purchase. Um, yeah. ooh. Also, it would be so good for a tween, especially like a goth tween or something, or like yeah. a romance tween. Like, yeah. This with romance like basic tween. witches. I mean, shout out, but like would be yeah. like a good little like book bundle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Different it. Publishers. Yeah. Different publisher, but Sorry. still, you could bundle it as a buyer of books. Yeah. A bookseller um, could put it together. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. Oh, I love this so much. Okay. Well, I'm. you've sold me now on the sticker book and the planner. I'm going to try it. I'm glad it's only 90 days because it definitely won't make it to 90 <laughs> days. But if I only use like three pages, I'll just rip those out and send you one. You don't have to buy another one. <laughs> Amazing. It is undated it. too. It is undated. Oh, okay. So we could yeah. revisit year after year. I ha- I mean, mm-hmm. I will forever cherish my COVID diary that I kept for three days in March 2020 that literally read like a Dear America book. Yeah, there you go. She's holding I up have, her COVID diary. It is, yeah. You yeah. would think I was Kirsten on the ship from Sweden being like, I'm <laughs> I'm under my bed and like I have co- my friend has cholera and like my dad is like very upset. Um that mm-hmm. I really I really sound like I'm performing some sort of like historic diary for three pages <laughs> and then and then it's just like doodles and then just nothing ever happened to it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, speaking of writing projects that I never finished or started, (laughs) I I would love to... um, pivot usually we don't do this but because you're here and because we work together and because the publishing industry is still so has is full of so many questions i think it's a industry that is uh often shrouded in mystery i want to maybe bring your newsletter to life a little bit especially for listeners who might be interested i want to ask you like a few frequently asked questions that i'm sure you get that i know i had when i started um Mm -hmm. and that i'm still that i still even knowing the answer I'm not totally confident that the answer hasn't changed or that like, you know, oh, actually, this is a case by case thing. So mm-hmm. a little background on us is that <laughs> you found me during the time when I did the Your Away message Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. Um, you reached out to me and I was 24 and I remember thinking... I'm going to be a millionaire now. Like, this is it. Like, this is it. I'm going to be a millionaire. Like, I've hit it. I think I think it was my big break in a lot of ways. I still consider it my big break. But in my mind, I was like, well, I was like, mom, dad, I don't have to work anymore. I don't have to have a job. And like, you know, I'll pay off your mortgage. Um, but we we were like, what really is, you know, you what didn't is, tell me that then. Well, <laughs> I feel like I might. Yeah, I probably I think I figured out pretty quickly that did not happen. But we wanted to make a book out of 
this was sort of still at the kind of peak of like, you know, Tumblr, um, Tumblr to book, Urban Outfitter mm-hmm. books kind of um, time period. And we were like, well, what would a book about this culture look like? And you know, the answer, Kate, is the show Pen15. And every day, (laughs) every day I get very sad that I didn't think of that. Um, But one day, maybe they'll want me in their writer's room. Who who knows? Oh, man, that's true. Um, That's totally right. But it's that show is so perfect. And I'm so happy it exists. uh, And it exists in the same, you know, the time capsule of your way message. But we basically, you know, uh, I didn't know what an agent did. So FAQ number one, what is it? You know, what's an, who is an agent? What does an agent do? So a literary agent is just like an actor's agent, but with books, which is like the tiny thing, especially for like the West coast crowd. Um, mm. we, we, we help writers get book deals. We work with the writers. We don't work for the publishers because everyone, my, well, my mother was like, Oh, what publisher do you work for? And I say all of them. Because it's true. And so I'm the author's advocate and I answer all the questions and I like have all the experience and um, I'm not afraid to go ask for more money because that's literally my job. And can a writer who has a book get their book published without an agent? Yes, but it is harder. It's like, yes, asterisk, because there are plenty of people who like an editor reaches out to them and said, hey, you're awesome. Will you write a book? Here's a contract. And like, you're not gonna like be immediately screwed you know i mean the publisher works for themselves they don't they're not advocating for you so you have to advocate yourself but it's not like the worst idea in the whole entire world and there's also publishers who uh you could self-publish you could do it all by yourself like that's totally reasonable and fine and, and advantageous um but like the big publishers what we call the big five penguin random house simon and schuster et etc 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 um and many of the other ones which i call mid-majors like chronicle books and abrams and they're all still like very big companies you know um right they do not accept what we call unsolicited manuscripts. So you can't just be like, hey, editor I found on Twitter, read my book. They'll be like, guess what? No. Um, and they don't do this to be like mean. They just do this because they would get 4 billion books. And now instead they get 400. You know, mm-hmm. like the tide is still huge, but um, they just can't accept all those manuscripts. So I am that kind of floodgate before and the editor reads it. So don't you then get uh, also yes. FYI, I'm I'm asking these questions on behalf of I imagine these are some of the most frequently like be, asked questions you get. I think I know the answer. So I'm asking on be, I'm just saying I'm really smart. <laughs> I know the answers. I just want everyone to know that. Um, but then but then doesn't that mean you get four billion yes. books? Yes. OK. And so well, how do you manage that? Well, it's funny because people who are, if they're looking at my stuff online and be like, Hey, isn't open to queries. Well, so I'm not like not currently open to queries um, because I have like kind of a full plate, but in, in, in before times, people just email me things and there's as much information as I can put out there about what I like and what I want. And some of it is amorphous. I can't tell you exactly. It's not a prescription for a book, but mm-hmm. it's like, I don't really do a lot of thrillers. So don't send me your thriller, but I like mm-hmm. romance and I like YA and I like science fiction and fantasy and like, and pop culture and blah, blah, blah. So writers do the best job that they can to figure out who to send to. And this is, this is why I have this um, newsletter is because that's completely impossible to do. There's not just like one agent database where you just like look it up and type in a name and like it spits out information. It's like, it's all over the place. And while I don't have, even my newsletter isn't really a database in that way, it it like helps, it it hopefully helps people sort through some stuff. So it's hard to get all that information. And then you have to figure out who that 
the right agent is. And you'll send them, people should send them more than one agent. They should send them 50 if they need to. Like, but, So you're um, allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. They're called simultaneous submissions. And like, yes, you definitely can and should like you should like the agent should fight over you. Like okay. you, the author have all the power. Like you think that everybody thinks the agents have the power and we do, we, we can say yes or no, but like we could say yes. And you say no to us, you know, like sure. you'd be like, yeah, I got a better offer from somebody like, sure. so I can't do anything unless you have written a good book, you know, right. like, so and being open to queries means that like you have specific times when your email is literally open and people can send you. It's just sending me an email. Like you just send an email into the ether and it comes to me. You know, it's just like. How do you feel when someone knows that you're closed for queries from like December 1st to like March 1st and you still get an email? I have a specific uh, email I send in response that says unclosed to queries. And I send a link to a, a specific post for my newsletter. It says like, this is what this means and this is why, which is yeah. both hopefully, in, which is in, intends to be informative. Um, whether they then subscribe to my newsletter or not is up to them. But like, I really mean it to be like, this is what this means, you know? And generally on the whole, I mean, like there's always a bad apple, but like, they're like, oh, sorry. And like, that's fine. Like, yeah, I know that this stuff is hard. It's like no harm, no foul. Do you want those people to like resubmit when you're open or do you ever go back to the ones that came in when you're not reading emails? I delete them. I can't. Like I just okay. delete them. They could resubmit. You don't have like a save. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. So, well, we know, like you and I know, uh, that first book about like away messages, like we never sold it. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of came like there were editors who were interested in like different iterations of it, but it almost seemed like the moment had passed and then Hey Ladies kind of came up and we like moved into that, mm-hmm. uh, that sort of voice of that sort of time in, in a, in a young girl's life. Um <laughs> So when you have so when you have an agent, um, you take a percentage. You don't take any money up front. I don't pay you to be my agent. It Correct. comes in the form of if my book is purchased by a publisher, uh, you get a percentage of that purchase. Yeah, commission. Yeah, yeah. Uh, domestic agents, so like agents in the United States, make fifteen percent off the top. That is not negotiable. Sorry. Um, not that you are negotiating with me, but some people like to try. And that's not yep. negotiable up either. You can't say, if you be my agent, I'll give you 50%. I can't. I can't, I can't take oh, like, more than 50 Oh, like sell my yeah. book and like, I'll give you... Okay, I got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't take it. Um, and then the way the money flows is that like, okay, if, if Random House buys your book, Random House sends the agency the check. We take 15% and then we give the rest to you. And that's every dollar all the time. You know, like if... You know, if it, do you sell the audiobook, blah, 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 like all these different things. Like it just goes that way. And that's, that's just standard. That's just the way it does. It probably, it works that way in, in film too. Yeah. And then the film, and the film rights is like a totally separate thing. And so and you, you guys work in tandem with someone who handles mm-hmm. like the TV and film representation yeah. of, of a book. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Um, all right. So I have, you, I have a published book and I have, several published children's books. Um, but, uh, what, how much, (laughs) how much of a book would you need a new book? Would you need from me? Like, when do you get to a point where, Oh, I have an idea. I'm going to call my agent and we can just sell this based on an idea. And I don't actually have to produce someone (laughs) pays me before I have to produce a book. I, I know the answer for me, but like, I know there's some people who call their agents with ideas and that's, yeah. And it's like, write me three pages. It highly depends and which is the, which is the most common answer in publishing and the most satisfying. And Mm -hmm. I think if you wanted to write a nonfiction proposal and you gave me a three page 
proposal that said like, this is what it is. This is what I'm going to do. This is who I am. We could sell that because you have a track record in nonfiction. Um, Are you talking to me specifically? Yes. You specifically, oh, that's, that's good to know. I would love to do that soon. <laughs> I mean, uh, it still has to like, <laughs> it has to convey enough information so that they yes. know what the book actually is. Yeah. Um, it can't just be like, I'm cool. I have an idea. You know, um, <laughs> uh, darn. Okay. Yeah. Oh, moving yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like uh, Lady Gaga could do that or like, I don't know, somebody like bonkers right. famous, but, um, most of the time, if it's a fiction project, if it's a novel and it's your first one, unless you were Lady Gaga, like you have to write the whole thing. And right. there are, there's a very tiny asterisk for that because like there can be situations, but the other thing I say in publishing all the time is don't assume you're the exception, you know, like. And a lot of times you got to write the whole thing to figure out what happens or like how it's going to turn out, you know, like there are plenty of really, not really, but there are plenty of good ideas I think I have. And then I try to like game it out, whether it's my own, cause I'm a writer too. And like, whether yeah. it's for my personal writing or somebody else, I'm like, Oh, this is just a beginning. There's no ending here, you know? And so sometimes you gotta, you gotta write it to figure out if it's actually a book. That's like the worst part for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> writing I mean, is and you the know, worst part. It's the worst part, and it just, like, has to happen on your own time, and there's, like, nothing anyone can do. You just have to sit there and write, and, like, just it just sucks, because a lot so of it is, like, you want the gratification part, right? You want to be like, I sold my book, like, oh, my God, the cover, like, but talk mm -hmm. to anybody who writes books for a living. There's so few people who are, like, I actually love every bit of the writing process. Like, I've even heard from, you know, Ellen Hildebrand herself that, like, she brought her 17th novel to her editor and her editor was like I don't think this is it like yeah. I think you need to start from this point in the book which I think she told me was like 80% of the way into the book and we need to bring it back and we have to tell it from this perspective and she was like so pissed because she's like I've done this so many times like what do you mean this isn't <laughs> it um but even like the most brilliant like routine seasoned writers who have books coming out like clockwork still get told like this isn't yeah. going to like, this is not going to work. Um, yep. and it's fun to get the money up front, but it just doesn't really happen like that. And speaking of money, you know, like what do you get paid to, what do people get paid to write a book? It's, it's funny too, because, um, the non-helpful answer I have for this is like more than a thousand, less than a hundred thousand, because like, generally speaking, that's how much people get paid. And right. like, if you're writing a, a, a straight up novel, you know, it's just like a good novel. It's not, you know, 750,000 word science fiction or something just like out of the ordinary. Um, if you get $10,000 for your novel, like that's great. Like, yeah, that's awesome. It's not a living wage. Like that's no. a whole other problem. And publishers are not here to provide a living wage to writers because you're not an employee of the publisher. That's the like, the like legalese reason, you know, yeah. like it's, but it's, you're you know, like a contracted, yeah. you're like a, you get like a 1099, you know, you get, yeah. or yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. You have to provide a W9. It's literally just like, oh, I, mm -hmm. I have this gig for a couple of months, yeah. but it just, and, but it takes the time of a full time job. And I think that that's what's so difficult yeah. about it. I mean, full disclosure, you know, Michelle and I made, I think we, the book ended up, Hey Ladies ended up getting into a little bit of a bidding war. And I mm -hmm. think it ended up at like 40,000 and split between us. And after the percentage that we pay to you and we paid to our film and TV um, rights, it, I think it ended up being about 16,000 each, which is not yeah. no money. But I think there is that misconception that's like, whoa, you wrote a book? Like, you must and be a millionaire. Sold at auction. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, oh, I bought your book 
on Amazon and I paid $16. So you just got $16. It's like, no, I actually got like 85 cents. <laughs> Basically a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And how does, for sure. and how does like royalties work? Do you have to pay those back? Uh, when yeah. do you start making money? Like what's the deal with royalties? Is it better to get a ton of money up front and then maybe not, you know, like what is, how, how do you feel about royalties? What do you say when your clients ask? So one, I always say take the money and run like, sure. But but so here's how it works. So the, when we say you got $10,000 for your book deal, that's an advance. And it's literally what the word means. The publisher is paying you in advance against your future earnings of those sales. And every time you somebody buys that book and you they say you get $60, no, you get 7 8 9 10 11 12%, like depending on the kind of book and the deal, like all these different things of the purchase price usually. And there's so many asterisks involved because every book is different. And like a highly illustrated book has different royalty structure. This is too much information. But um, so you have this bucket, the, the, the royal, the advance bucket, and you have yeah. to fill it up with sales. And once you hit $10,000, the earnings you get over that is what your is called your royalties. And you, you, they're your money. They, that is, you get them. Hopefully most books do not earn out the advance, as we call it. Um, right. And royalties only pay out twice a year. So right. it's yeah. not monthly. It's not a paycheck. It's twice but a year. What if I sold my book and like it was supposed to be like the next huge book and it was like, oh, I got on all these TV shows, like these uh, talk shows about it and they I got a huge advance and it was, you know, I got a $500,000 advance because the publishing company made this big bet that this book was going to be like massive and mm-hmm. it did not sell anywhere close to that. Do I have to pay any of that money no. back? No. Will it be no. harder for me to get another book deal? At that level, for sure. Like it depends. Like um, you don't owe the, the advance back. It, the only way you owe the advance back is if you like don't write the book and you like okay. break the contract. Sure. Um, and then you do have to pay it back. Um, or if you like plagiarize, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, so if, so here you are with your big $500,000 advance and you're coming to the next book, if it's like too close to the book that didn't perform as well. And, and we mean perform as well. Like you don't have to earn out your advance to perform well. If, if that book, um, still sold a hundred thousand copies, they're going to be just happy as a clam to sign up your next book. Even if like, you did not earn royalties, you know, yeah. um, the book can still be successful if you don't earn as much money as they thought, whether you're always going to get 500,000, like probably not. Um, but it doesn't automatically go back down to the exact number that you sold before. You know, it's just like nothing is scientific about publishing. It is all guesswork. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of like can depend on how much they want to keep you. Like if they think that you, could go away because you're like, oh, well, I didn't sell because you guys did a bad job. I'm going to go away. Then they might give you more money to keep you if they want to keep you. So interesting. it's a lot of different things that go into it. But there's that's one of the hardest things about being a writer is that you can sell a book and there's no guarantee you'll sell another and it won't be – there's no guarantee it'll be the same amount of money. So it's starting fresh every single time. Yeah. So it's tough. What's the percentage of authors or books that go – that become like, you know, Elizabeth Gilbert status? like point oh 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 one like yeah <laughs> like and and you have to remember there are like millions of books sold a year or like published a year and we still count books like you know like coloring books not all not like Barbie coloring books but like um all everything that has an ISBN which is like the barcode on the back like is yeah. a book yeah. um and there's no data that says like okay well how many 
romance novels does this, blah, blah, blah. There's no data in publishing. Like if you're a tech person and you want to know like how many books your book sold that day, like no one literally will ever be able to tell you that number. It just doesn't exist. And there's lots of reasons that we don't need to get into for that. That's like a whole nother podcast. The economics (laughs) of publishing. Uh, I probably wrote a newsletter about it, but. uh, Yeah. Well, I was going to say like, if that helps you answer any of your kind of basic questions about publishing, or it leaves you having even more questions, that is when you subscribe to Kate's newsletter, because I'm telling you, like, even as a client, even as somebody who has now been doing this, I mean, technically for 10 years, we'll say on and off for 10 years because I haven't <laughs> written a thing, anything in a while. But um, it is super helpful because like you really just don't it, it literally varies from person to person, from book to book. And I feel like what ends up happening with the publishing industry is like the biggest stories are always the exceptions and not the rules. Right. Like mm-hmm. um, this woman who I actually uh, no, because she used to date one of Jan's friends. Um, uh, TJ Newman is her, rep- her pen name. She wrote Falling, which was like the summer's biggest thriller. She was an airline attendant and she wrote the book yeah. over the course of like six years on the back of like napkins and she had to do like 30 rewrites or whatever. And it was it was just an amazing story. She got mm-hmm. a seven figure advance. <sighs> like, I think I think Universal bought the rights before the book even came out like that doesn't happen. That's like magic, like struck by lightning. But there's really there's because so many of these questions have all these like caveats. So I would really direct everybody who's interested to subscribe to agents and books because all of these questions have either been answered or you can literally ask questions and Kate will answer them for you. Um, Can you tell everybody the subscribing model of agents and books? Sure. Um, Every Tuesday there's a free newsletter and I try to keep that really nuts and bolts, you know, like how does a query letter work, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and then paid subscriptions are $5 a month or $50 a year. And if you are paid member, you get Thursdays um, where I do Q and a Thursday, which is literally, you can ask me questions. Um, and then I have this thing called the 50 queries club, which is if you have queried 50 agents and you have not gotten an agent, you can submit information on this form and I will help tell you what's wrong with your thing in the newsletter. Wow. Like, yeah. No identifying details. Like I'm really slow at it. Like, cause like I only do one a week. <laughs> um, but I think the whole goal of it is to kind of like pull back the curtain be like, Oh, when you said this is what I thought, you know, or right. like I'm confused about your plot or like whatever. Um, and, um, that's, I don't, I don't spam people. Like I don't ever, everybody's like more email, like Substack is like, send more no like newsletters. Like nobody wants any more newsletters. Like nobody yeah. wants. Um, so it's just Tuesday, Thursdays and, um, I'm, I'm real casual. I try to be really honest without being like, I'm, I can't be mean. I'm Southern. Like I'm never going to be like, this is dumb, <laughs> you know, but, um, right. I'm just trying to do. Yeah, I mean, $5 a month is a really good deal. It's literally like straight to the source. And I feel like a lot of these questions, like if you were to be like, oh, I'm not going to pay $5 a month, I'll just Google them. Like you will never find an answer on Google. Mm-hmm. Like it, these are questions that like you really do have to go to like the professional <laughs> to get the answers mm-hmm. to. And if you're somebody out there who's like, I want to write a book or I've written a book and I really don't know what to do now. Or like Kate said, like, oh, I've queried a bunch of agents, but, you know, no bites. And I just feel like I'm doing something wrong or I've taken all these classes and it's just like not coming up like these questions will be answered for you um and i just think Mm -hmm. it's like a really invaluable resource and i'm very proud to be a client even though uh, newsflash this podcast was started because i was avoiding having to write Uh, (laughs) i know 
I, I always know. I'm famous for like texting Kate being like I have the best idea ever and then she won't hear from me again for like three years and then I'll be like Kate I have the best idea ever she's like same idea as last time I'm like mm -mm, no different idea never will it come out uh it's Listen, because I it's have, hard it's, it's hard. hard listen I'm a writer I have tried to sell four books I have an agent none of them have worked they've been vastly different my agent is lovely and amazing his name is Michael Barrett I love you Michael and I've known him for 20 years mm -hmm. and just like yeah I'm, I don't it's like which is also a weird thing and I've been honest about this on my podcast my well, newsletter where <laughs> like a little like those who can't teach, you know, maybe, or like, I don't know, maybe I won't ever sell a book. But, but it's a totally different job. It's, it's a, a different job. It's also a crapshoot crap because I don't have a magic wand to make myself get published. So I don't have a magic wand to get, make anybody else get published. All I can do is like use my expertise, give everybody the best, give my clients the best shot, you know, because I can't, I can't promise that anybody will get published. I would never, I don't right. control it. I don't, I can't take like send random house an invoice, you know, for a book. Deal, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So and any and it, anybody out there who is promising like, oh, by the end of this e-course or by the end of this, you'll get published. Like that's a red flag and do not pay for that huge. because it's just, it really just doesn't work like mm -hmm. that. But yeah. like it, but again, it's all about literally, if you have all of this knowledge, it will push you in a more, I think, efficient direction in terms mm -hmm. of getting published, because at least then you won't be sitting there scratching your head being like, what the like I just tried yeah. this code and I don't even know where the keypad is which is honestly mm -hmm. a lot of what kind of diving into a world of publishing not knowing anything about it it feels like it's like I know yeah. I have to like crack the code I don't even know what I'm supposed to do yeah yeah and there's also I do talk a lot about writing too and like the craft side of it so if you're like not ready to get published or you're just like I don't know what I want to do like we'll do talk about like how to edit how to how to figure out if you should even finish this. Like, oh, maybe I'll write that tomorrow. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Um, Pointed at and, me and, specifically. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I was like finger guns, not like. No, but like, uh, I'll feel like it's for me. I, I, and it's like, oh, here's all my like mm -hmm. 400 page Google Docs that have like no actual plot. I mean, me too. Like I have a book coming right. out this year with a client that I signed up 10 years ago and she's been working on this book for eight years. And like. Amazing happens it just yeah it just publishing is the longest game possible it's so slow and long yeah and if Sorry you're getting in, in it to make money to be famous it's not gonna just get no. go back to go to law school go to med go school to TikTok. Like, yeah go to tiktok <laughs> exactly like, way more likely to get famous exactly on, rich on tiktok than you are in publishing you're like I know better off finding 50 bucks on the street. Like I know. And I would love to do all of that and more. So I mean, maybe Kate McKeon, thank you so much for joining us. I will link to everything that we talked about um, from the planner to the stickers. Uh, I really hope they're still on sale by the time uh, this episode comes out. I might even like give, get the jump on and, and like put it on stories and just be like, run don't so walk I mean, it's thirteen dollars yeah. right now um to the putty which i love crazy aaron uh <laughs> this was a great productivity episode i mean i'm really excited for my planner to come and i will keep my promise that um should i only use three pages i will send it to you and that can be okay. your next 90 days i i I'll promise i promise those. i promise I'll yeah. enshrine those three pages. Like, Try to sell the them as a book if you can. I mean, just, let's just see how much we can get for that. A book Seven dollars. Used planner would be hilarious. Yeah. Actually, we should talk that. We should talk about that. That could be my next humor. There's something there. I'm actually not even going to put this that part in the show. That's too good of an idea. Uh, okay. Um, Kate awesome. and I will, of course, 
list uh, where you can subscribe to Agents and Books. Can't recommend it enough. Kate, where can everybody find you on Instagram, Twitter, your social media of choice? I am at Kate underscore McKean on all the things. Excellent. Wow. We love consistency in branding. <laughs> but I had to do the underscore. Like, why? Yeah, no, anyway, I know. Did someone else this... have Kate McKean? No, I have both of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's not bad. a decision I made. A decision I, I made 15 years I ago. It. I don't know. Anyway. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining. And we're so happy to have Thanks had you for here. having me. Yeah. Yay. It's great. Talk to you Yay. soon. You just listened to another episode of Do You Thanks Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the G Thanks Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod and the G Thanks Facebook group to get and give life changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424 Four five zero seven three six with a product recommendation, and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. G Thanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our G Thanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of two dollars to keep us going at Patreon.com/slash G Thanks and Friends. 